God told me to read this scripture this morning. This is what God laid on my heart. Do you have a heart for God? Listen to me. Everybody listen to me. Do you truly have a heart for God? Because if we do, we'll be a witness. If we do, we'll go outside these four walls and we'll start reaching. Listen, folks, they're not going to come to us all the time. Jesus sent them out two by two and said, go out and witness. Go out and save the world. How do you think it's reached all the way over here, down through the years, and it's still going on all this time? God sent them out. Let me read this scripture to you. Matthew chapter 25. And y'all can stay up here if you want to, or just get ready. Amen. Kids, if you want to go back, you can. I just, I want to mind the Lord this morning. I feel like God's wanting to save somebody this morning. I feel like God's wanting to touch hearts and life. John chapter 25. In verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come in His glory, and all the angels, holy angels with Him, then shall He sit upon the throne of His glory. And before Him shall be gathered all nations, and He shall separate them one from another. As a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats, and he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on the right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Verse 35, For I was hungered, and he gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, you took me in. Naked, you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered and fed thee, or thirsty and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungered, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. Naked, you clothed me not. Sick and in prison, and you visited me not. Then shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered, or a thirst, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister unto thee. Verse 45, then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. I'm going to flip over to John chapter 4 and read you a couple of verses. And then I just want to share a little bit what God's putting in my heart. John chapter 4, in verse 34, Jesus saith unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me, and to finish his work. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, lift up your eyes, and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, and both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. And here is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. I sent you to reap that whereon you bestow no labor. Other men labored, and ye are entered into their labors. 
Church, I want to tell you what's on my heart this morning. I feel like I failed as a witness, as a Christian, as a child of Jesus. God got a hold of me here, and I just, I just prayed, and I said, God, please forgive me and help me to do better. God gave me a vision 34 or 35 years ago of seeing a great revival, of seeing hearts and lives touched and changed around here like they never have before. And God spoke it to me all the way up through my pastors and through the years. God got to speaking to me yesterday morning and said, you are halt. You're sitting still on the vision. You're not doing what I told you to do. Your church is not doing what I told them they need to do. Let me ask you this. Do you truly have a heart for God? I, I'm at, do you truly, you don't answer me, don't, but I'm asking you that to ask yourself right now. Do you truly have a heart for God? Did you know what God saves us for? You know why God saves us first? So we can go to heaven and be with him one day. But God saves us second to go out and see other folks saved. I don't know about you, but God showed me that it's just not inside these four walls right here. We come on Wednesday night, we come on Sunday morning, and we worship and we praise the Lord. We leave Sunday after church, and we go and we do what we do all week long and don't think about the Lord anymore. There's hundreds of thousands of people dying lost and going to hell every day. The scripture is ready. One day we're going to stand before God. One day we're going to stand before Him. And I believe God will show us all of those that he's going to have to cast into hell. And I believe God's going to look at us, Brother Raven, and he's going to say, you wouldn't have witnessed to him. I sent you to see him one day. I, I, you saw him in the grocery store. He was lost, and I told you to witness, and you walked right on by. Come on. He said, I was in prison, you visited me not. Yeah. <laughs> I was naked, you clothed me not. Bless and you know what got me? The preacher yesterday, he said, a man had just got out of jail, and he said, I need help. The man looked at him and said, I'm praying for you. What? We can pray for him, yeah, but are we going to help him? If we don't put legs on our prayers, what good is it, church? If we don't start putting legs on our prayers, we can tell them all day long, yes, I'm going to pray for you, but that don't give them a place to live. That don't put clothes on their back. That don't keep them from going back to jail. What good is it to tell somebody you're going to pray for them and walk off and never see them again, never help them again, never try to help them again? We've got so many ministries that Brother Barry started and, and Keisha and different ones. We've got started out of this church, and I want to see God use everybody in this church. God showed me he's going to build an army here, that he's going to take each and every individual. I don't know what your job's going to be, but God's wanting to use you today. What greater could there be to stand before God one day and not just to see those that are going to hell, but then for him to look at you and say, but I want you to look right over here. And the angels just putting robes on people that you pray for, that you witness to, that one day they were on the lowest point in time and you went to them and told them, said, I love you. And Jesus loved you too. And because of that, one day they give her life to Jesus. 
my cousins, when we started to build this church, they sent me $2,500, and it helped to build this church. The other day is the first time in five years I got to tell them what all God had been doing. Back that we had 22 saved at Bible school. And that every soul that was saved, they are a part of it, Brother Rayburn. And that they are going to get a soul winner's crown because they was gracious and generous enough to give to God. And to give to a vision. Folks, God knows everything about us today. If you've not felt the Holy Ghost, if you felt the Holy Ghost, if the Holy Ghost not been all over this place today, I'm going to tell you something else. God touched these people we prayed for this morning. We've done seen, amen, blessings and miracles just this week. I'm going to tell you something. God's fixing to do something greater. God wants to do something greater. And just yesterday morning, God spoke to me sitting there at New Covenant with Brother Danny Glenn, and he said, Jeff, you're going to have to get up and do more. I apologize, church. I apologize that I've not done more, but I will. God being my help, I'm going to do everything I can do. Amen? But I believe God's saying, I want you to get your heart where it needs to be, and I want you to do more. What did the Scripture say? The fields are white to harvest. Your neighbors are dying lost and going to hell. We've done three funerals the last three Saturdays. Yesterday's the first one we've had all. Byron is talking about he's lost four family members. Folks dying all around us. Are they ready to go? How hard would it be just to go knock on your neighbor's door and just have a kind gesture? God will open up your words. Do you know what the Word of God said? I just read it this morning over in First John. He said, the Holy Ghost will speak for you. You don't have to worry about what to say. The Holy Ghost will talk for you. If you will just be obedient and, and just take the steps. See, that's the way it is. When I give the invitation a while ago when I spoke, there's probably a few of you sitting there, and God said, you need to go pray. God probably spoke to you and said, you need to just step out and go to that altar and get on your knees and talk to me. But see, you was too prideful. You had too much pride just to take one step. Why? Because you was thinking, well, them people will think, well, I wonder what sin I done this week or what sin she done this week or he done. Quit worrying about all that mess. Do you have a heart for God? Do you truly have a heart for God? If you do, then show it and prove it this morning. I want everybody in here to stand. I want everybody to understand, and everybody that will. New Life Ministries is fixing to bust these walls out. I'm telling you right now, God is fixing to do a work in this church like it's never been done before. God is wanting to use each and every one of us. God knows your heart. God knows your life. God knows everything about you. He knows if you're a witness. You know if you're a witness. You mind the Spirit of God, Ryan. Y'all sing, son. I want